Alright, and we are back. Welcome back to our show, guys. I know it's been about a year. We have Praise Actress and uh, where did David go? I don't know. Oh no. Let me try to add David. Where there we go. <laughs> where, where and David is Spinoza. Hopefully you'll come back to join us. Yikes, okay, Gremlins, I'm gonna have to get my holy water. <laughs> but welcome back to our show. Hopefully, David will be with us shortly. Um, yeah. So let me get my notes. I have plenty of questions for you guys, and uh, I know you. Um, we've been talking about films. You have four films since we last chat, and four amazing films. Coming right off hand, um, you did like. Evil Life Down the Street, and my other one, my other favorite was Demon Fighter, and then Eleven Quarantine, and then The Crumbs. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Oh, yeah, thank you for that reminder. But do you mind introducing yourself and hopefully David will join us? Yeah, I'm Craig I'm yeah. Aaron, uh, co managing partner with CRA Entertainment with my business partner. Uh, David Espinosa, and um, our passion, uh, if you will, is making. Um, there he is. There I don't know what is. happened. It just lost connection. Yeah, Blow everybody out there. On David Espinosa. Sorry about that. I would say I have to get my holy water behind me. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the boogeyman. <laughs> so, well, thank you for joining us again. Um, like I told Frank, it's been what a year, a year and a half, just about. And I guys have four amazing films. And, yeah. and I, I didn't mean to inter interrupt you, Craig, but you can go ahead and see the audience who you are. And, and you too, David Friday. Well, let me let Craig finish. It was perfect. I just introduced myself, and there David is. So, yeah, that that's it on me. Trying to find where we are. Sure. And you guys can see where we are. You guys are. Feel free to share as well. Or so. There we are. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I should show chat so you guys can see it as well. So here we are. So, uh, hey guys, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And, um, Sanford, I have my standard question here and uh, hopefully they'll chime in as well. Oh, we lost David again. Uh, it came back. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea why this is happening. It just keeps, it, I get a sign that pops up says the connection is, is bad. And boom. Oh no. Wow. Okay. That's, I think I got it now. I uh, moved to a different spot. Could be me. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> And uh, you might tell us about a little bit about yourself, about what you do and everything, and then we'll go from there. Will we? Oh, myself? So if I get disconnected, just pretend I'm talking, okay? Make up some <laughs> yeah. stuff. It's probably true. <laughs> it'll, it'll work. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'm yep, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm watching you. He's watching me. All right. Uh, I'm a director. 
myself that I'm an artist in general. I do other things as well. Craig's partner? David probably just has maybe a bad connection area, but uh, oh no, yeah. But, but David's background, I can kind of jump out of the blank is um, director, writer, um, graduate of UCLA School of Drama, um, uh, also graduated from Santa Clara, has has his uh, law license, law law degree. And for us with CRA, David writes our projects, directs our projects. Now we will, we will collaborate and come up with a story. And there he is. I am so sorry about this, but I had a very good conversation with myself. <laughs> uh, and I was very entertained for just a moment. And I caught myself, you know, it's okay. <laughs> But anyway. Yeah, wait a minute. Where'd they Love go? You. Where'd they go? <laughs> I'll just let Craig talk because I may fight you in and out and I don't want to do that to you. Oh, no worries. And I was I was actually telling them telling everybody about your background. Um, and so we will collaborate and if it grows legs, Nikki, that makes sense, then David will go ahead and start writing it up. So uh, that's pretty much how our business model, how we run. I've seen your background, David, directing, writing, uh, graduate of UCLA School of Drama in Santa Clara. And then um, you came back on. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's, <laughs> that's it. And that's, that's awesome. <laughs> so wh where did I get your ideas from? You don't mind me asking this from other people that you collaborate with or do you have how well, much ideas on your own or you know, my well, series? Yeah, most of the time they originated in my brain. <laughs> Not too many people whispering. I know as a writer myself, I tend to have vivid dreams. That's where my ideas are mostly. Some of are quite nightmares. <laughs> Yeah, well, David will oftentimes come up with an idea and we'll start discussing it. And that's that's really how brainstorm. Well, yeah, that's that's how our how our our projects truly begin. And if it's just and I think the particularly good part, the way that we work, oh. if it's something he'll be back, um, if it's an idea that just isn't going anywhere, we just, there he is, he's live. Okay, he's back. Well, anyway, my ideas, they'll come from anything, a word, a thought, you know, just, uh, I was driving down the freeway with my wife one day and I saw some graffiti on a wall and I went home and wrote a three-act play that was later uh, produced uh, and uh, toured in Northern California back in the 80s. Uh, oh, so, wow. Yeah, a while back. Uh, so ideas, you know, most of them, I think, originate with, first off, an issue. Uh, by that, I mean, I may have a, an issue about something that's going on in society, but who wants to hear dogma? Who wants to hear somebody preaching at them? Not me. I don't. Right. Uh, yeah, that was boring. <laughs> yeah. and, and our mission, CRA, is to entertain, right? 
that's that's our very first thing. If, if we do not entertain you, we lost you. And hopefully right. through entertaining you, we've informed you of something. And hopefully from that information, you have some type of enlightenment. You come to some realization. And if you don't, that's okay. As long as you're entertained, we've met our goal. That's our job. Right. To entertain people. Okay. Look at my notes here. Oh, thank, thank you for explaining that. Um, what is your process for directing the film? Well, the first thing I do, uh, usually I'm writing it. So I'm kind of directing it in my head as I'm writing it. I'm figuring out character and relationships. I'm figuring out situations and how these people react in those situations, given the relationships and the situation. And from that, I start to think what I want it to look like. So I'll start to think of the shots. What do the shots look like? Is it a low angle, high angle? Is it a twofer? What is it over the shoulder, a, a point of view, a, a tracking shot? What are we doing and why? And I'll look at all that stuff and I'll start to outline. And then by the time I get into where we're shooting this, when we're on set, I have a pretty good idea of what I want what I want it to look like. So from that point, I've already worked with the DOP, Director of Photography and other people, and they understand where I'm coming from. Now I start working with the actor, understanding their character, what the motivations are, why the character's doing X, saying X, what is going on with the character. And that has so much to do with all the dynamics of the movement, period. So I'll start doing that. And I usually always let the actors do their thing. I'll ask them up the top, ah, oh, you've been looking at this? Show me what you got. Let's see what you're doing. And I'll let them go right through their thing. And sometimes they're dead on, sometimes they're not. Okay. My job is to bring them to where I think it should be. And if I have a situation where an actor says, well, you know, this isn't working for me, then I'll say, okay, show me what works for you. Mm -hmm. Do something. But if it gets to a point where they can't do something, I'm definitely going to work it. I, I will not sit around and allow it just to flounder or for somebody. I, I don't do that. So I will work with the actor immediately and help them understand where they're coming from and why. Uh, but I'm, I'm really into having actors who are creative, who want to bring something to it. So I always ask them, where's this person coming from? I know where I think they're coming from. But I want them to tell me. I want them to be that. And then we, we work it together. That's what works for me. And that's how I work with actors. And of course, that's the job. I'll show them. <laughs> right. How about you, Craig? Craig? Sorry. That voice says sometimes. <laughs> well, um, I like watching David direct. And. <laughs> Yeah, you know, coming into this business as an actor, rule number one, the director is the boss. And, and you can't have two directors or two bosses really in anything. And we'll discuss things, sure, you know, um, off to the side or whatever. But um, to to interject yourself into something that is, is really unnecessary, um, that's pointless. Um, so I, um, I'll be the guy that, out of grape juice for a, for a scene that requires wine, 
off to the market I go. You need air mattresses filled up. Give me the pump. So my, my big thing is keep once the parade begins is to keep it going. And um, but yeah, you, you don't you don't have two directors on set. Oh, right. I was wondering about that. You know, interestingly, there's different styles of directing. Mm -hmm. There's directors who are very technical directors who want to make sure everything's framed properly and, and they work right there with the camera and the DP, etc. I always like to trust the DP knows his job that, if anything, get everybody in frame. So I always feel that once I've worked with the DP and we understand the angles, the position, where we're going to go, the setups that we're going to do, et cetera, and why. But at that point, I leave him alone. Okay. I let him do his thing, you know, and, and, and I do what I'm doing. Uh, I won't go up and start pushing the DP to the side so I can look through his lens to see what he's doing. I won't do that to him. I'll, I'll check the monitor. I'll go right out on set at the very beginning. I'll walk the entire set, look at all angles, etc. And for the most part, what Craig said, we discuss all this stuff way in advance. We, we, we kind of know on day one, from the moment we land, what we're doing. Uh, that for us is extremely important because that organization is what makes us produce the film. Lack of organization is what fails films, straight up. So I remember what, um, you know, Anthony Hart, he was in the, one of your films, The Crumbs, where um, he added something on his own, like, where he carried her out, you know. A, a lot of I actors. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of actors will improv. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, is, is, if it's out of character or it's out of scene, I'll, I'll squash it. Uh, if it's not and it goes and it furthers, I'll keep it. And I say it straight up. Oh, that works. That's good. Keep it. I, this is art. It's a creative, evolving process. Oh, yeah. You know, right now there's a big stink about being inclusive with art. You realize that, right? With the AI and everything, you know, all the new Writers Guild strikes. And I'm totally supportive of the Writers Guild, by the way, just so you know. Writers do not get the credits they deserve or the payment. Oh, you should. However, I shouldn't be forced, or any artist should never be forced to decide what color paint to put on their canvas or who these characters are that evolve through their work. That is the creative process. Right. That is the process of the individual artist. That is the prerogative of the individual artist and the choice of the artist. And that's what uh -huh. makes it art. And that's what makes it individual. Dreyfus came out in the actor okay came out talking about this very thing and at the onset i felt very uh stressed to say yes inclusivity is important because it is what that means is that more minority artists must do more work and write stuff for those people that they want in i'll be writing more stuff for hispanic people Black people, Asian people, white people, anybody, I don't care. Indigenous people, whoever my characters come about. I, I, I'm not racist in that regard. Right. But that's my choice. And and I won't be dictated to as an artist as to what my sculpture looks like, what color paint to use, or what characters to write into my sculpture. And, and I just think that's wrong. Now, on the other hand, like I said, 
I think the doors need to be opened up so that more minorities, more Hispanics like myself, more blacks, more Asians can get into the industry in a good way, in a meaningful way, not from the ground up like we have been doing the indie film. Don't get me wrong. We love what we do. And, and if it wasn't for Craig, I got to tell you straight out, I would never do this. <laughs> straight out. I would not. Uh, and and, and, and vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah. You know, there's not a chance on this planet that, um, yeah, we're, David and I are stepping stride on that one. And, 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 and that's because that's we, well, we're simpatico artistically. We, we, we see yeah. things artistically and all this, and when we don't, we argue about it and dismiss it. It's as simple as that. But, but we, we understand the art. And it doesn't matter if I wrote it, his idea, my idea, or if we found it in the curb. Art needs freedom. Period. So I, I, I know I'm going to get a lot of backlash from people telling me stuff about what my comments were right now. And that's okay, but if anybody, any artists out there who want to be told what to draw, how to draw, what to do with their art, oh, okay, right on. Uh, I'm not joining that school. I'm staying in the school of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need more freedom. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Amen. That's true. I had a question in my head, and I just. Look right out. Let me check my notes. <laughs> oh, how long would it take? Okay, there's. How long would it take to uh, make an entire film? To to shoot an entire film, or from concept to. I'm not. I'm not. I I don't think I quite heard the whole question. Like, would it take a couple of weeks or? or Forty hours, or do you, or does the technology that we have now does it take um, half the time that would take like thirty or so <laughs> to make a film? I think it depends on the nature of the film, right? And the, the, the technical conditions of the film. I mean, if we're shooting a two-person film out in the desert, and it's all about whether they find water or not. <laughs> How about here? It's hot out here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fight off the buzzards and stuff. <laughs> That's not going to be too expensive, even though it will be costly. But you get a Star Wars. I mean, wow. Oh, you I love Star Wars. Right. You get one of these major motion pictures. You, those are millions and millions and millions of dollars. They sometimes take years to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, shooting will sometimes take a year, if not longer. Locations sets, things that they're doing. Oh my gosh, that's what we do. I, I can't compare. On the other hand, it's exactly what they do. It is exactly what they do. We make feature films. We make them as best we can with the technical abilities that we have, the artistic, hopefully, talent that we possess, and we get them out. And simply because we don't have millions of dollars, don't make our films any less. Uh, we're working up to it. And, and, and we're getting better actors. We have great actors. We've had great actors. We've been blessed with some fantastic actors. 
fantastic crew people who've worked their butts off for us on these films. You'll see them in there. I, I'm humbled to all of them. They know what we don't know. Craig and I don't do that. Craig and I are, we're not that. We're not technical guys. We're artists. You know? we, we, we think differently than all these other people. So I have to bring it to somebody and say, okay, can you make this into sausage? <laughs> because mm -hmm. I don't know how. You know, and they usually do. So, uh, yeah. How, yes, yes. How much time it takes to make a film depends upon the film and how much money you got. Right. And I was just saying, yeah. we have John Azuna back with us from a demon fighter. He'll be with us in June. Oh, John, John's going to be with you. Oh, when's he going to be on your show? June. I had it written down on my phone. <laughs> Find it here. Ask him. He'll love this question. Ask him about his acting experience and being directed, what what he went through. And uh, and here's a tip for you. Scene 89. There's a particular scene in the movie that, that was just you know, a horrendous movie. Horrendous scene. Uh, he had... He had a lot of challenge. Uh, he he really worked hard. He worked really hard to oh, wow. get what he was trying to accomplish. Uh, his uh, abilities as an action actor, uh, fight scenes and whatnot, uh, in there, uh, and he's working hard as an actor. He'll he'll, he'll get it. He'll get it. Oh, I had it written down, but I think June sits for the thirteenth. Oh. That should be interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I need to start writing it. Down the line for hit things. Let's see. Um, anybody have any questions for us? Feel free to submit your questions. And uh, I've been chatting with Craig Hadfords and David Espinosa. Oh, come on, boys. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and, um, uh, so, what are your favorite films that you've done and why? Of the ones we've done? Yeah. Good, good. What do you think? Oh, well, you know, it's like if you have four children and you say, which one is your favorite child? You know, that, no, I wouldn't say that I love my films equally, but, 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 but I enjoy them for different reasons. You know, the... Uh, Evil Down the Street had a lot of um, interesting and exciting moments. That was our first film. So, um, you know, you, you learn a lot. So, and, and you're learning as you as you go along. Oh, yeah. Um, Demon Fighter was fun just because uh, uh, it was uh, kind of a different area for us, you know, in, involving also um, the martial arts and, and, and what not and i like how you combine the two what's that i like how you combine that with that sure yeah yeah and love and quarantine love and quarantine the same there there were just a a lot of fun moments i don't know david do you is there one more partial uh, to than another i i i think demon fighter i enjoyed that because of all of the locations, all the things that were going on, the different people, there was a lot of real positive energy. Great people worked on that film. Uh, and, uh, 
but love and quarantine had a different feel to it love and quarantine albeit you know a, a comedic piece in my mind anyway <laughs> uh strange you know when we were shooting that film i've had several people come up to me and ask me is this supposed to be a comedy because it was <laughs> so serious i you don't play comedy for the joke you play it for the truth of the matter right. play it for, for the truth and that's what makes it funny you know the three stooges never played the joke they played it for the reality which is what made it funny uh and that's what we want to see so we did that and i think it turned out but it had a nice feel to it i liked working with those oh, yeah, yeah. they worked really hard gd young uh, nj brown they worked really hard on on that uh, all their scenes they spent a lot of time uh, put up with a lot uh, but they were a pleasure to work with i i've not had any bad experiences with actors uh, only one time i had to kick an actor off set uh, he showed up stoned. Uh, I don't tolerate that. Uh, I have no problem with you getting stoned. Not on the set. You don't right. show up stoned to a set. You don't get stoned on the set. I'm sorry. So, uh, but other than that, no, I, actors, you know, I love actors. I I, I, I used to be one. <laughs> so. So that's who you start off as an actor and you work your way up, I think. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your question. So you would start start as an actor, and then you work your way up. Yeah, actually, I I did. I uh, when I first decided I wanted to do this as a kid, I was acting in school plays and stuff like that. But when I got serious about it as an adult, I uh, started as an actor, and soon found that I was a director. Uh, it just naturally happened. Uh, I just for some reason was able to communicate effectively emotional content with character and analysis uh, and help actors reach that emotional plane. And, and that took me a lot it, as an actor, putting myself through those changes to be able to do that uh, was pretty tough on me. Uh, I was a very insecure guy, extremely insecure. Oh, my, as a kid, I'd cry in a heartbeat. If you teased me, I, I was either going to beat you up or cry. So uh, it, it wasn't a good thing. But I how good at, and I realized that all of that was just me putting it on me. It wasn't anybody on the outside doing that. It was right. me doing it to myself. And then I taught myself not to care what people thought about me, and just be positive, do do good things when possible, and, and stay focused. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm an actor. I love acting. Uh, I I can cry on cue. As crazy as that is. See, that would be the hard thing for me to try on you. Unless I think of something real sad or something. <laughs> That's all it is. It's just changing up. It's it's allowing yourself not to be afraid to be ridiculed by somebody because you're being emotional. I never, as a kid growing up, I, I, never, I never felt secure about that. It was very easy for me to, to become emotional and and realize that other people felt the same way. So it's not its not something that's so difficult. What's, what's difficult is accepting your emotions, that they're right. real, that they're real. See, it's that easy. You just gotta tell yourself you can do it and not care what people think. Because if I continue with what I was doing right now, I would start <laughs> crying in tears. 
but I, I don't want to do that right now because I'll mess my makeup up. <laughs> we all want that to happen. <laughs> you don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, I didn't think I could play real golf, but it came natural to me. So I, I like to play golf. Play Tiger Woods soft. There you go. <laughs> it is time natural. I played golf for a year. That's cool. With the Special Olympics. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was fun. I worked with I worked with Special Olympics people in Hawaii at the Ark of Maui. Oh wow! Yeah, it was one of it was one of the awesome, awesome experiences in my life. It is with these yeah. folks, uh, most beautiful, loving people I ever met in my life. Right. Uh, I, I was overwhelmed with their spirit of love and humanity. Uh, it, just incredible. It, it, uh, I'll never change that. I, I was. I was so glad I was put into that situation uh, way back in the early 2000s. I was living on Maui and I was working at the Ark. I loved it. I was doing other stuff over there too, running some businesses, but I was, I'd go pick them up in the morning and they would just hang with me all day. That's what it was. They would, wherever I went, whatever I did, they went and did. If I went to have lunch, they came with me. If I, I'd take them downtown to Lahaina and we'd go to the, uh, all the different little, uh, art studios and galleries because you know maui and lahaina has some of the best art. i've been there once yeah has some of the best art in the world on front street you know so. yeah i used to live out there so i really enjoyed doing that yeah i miss it actually live out there <laughs> yeah everybody's yeah, going to Maui once and then go home i had to go there for a week yeah i tried to play soccer with oh, you? i guess Hawaii, so we was. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fun time. Kauai is a different place, yeah. Yeah. They roll up the street lights about six o'clock and everybody goes to bed. <laughs> the place to see all the rain. I like the rainforest the best. See the waterfall mm -hmm. there. It's pretty. We have an idea for a film in Hawaii. Oh well. Yeah, over on Maui, we have we have people on Maui, and we've thought about this, but right now we're still focused on a new script we're trying to develop. Uh, it's called Satan's Crossing. Uh, I won't say any more about it. We're excited about it. It deals with current events, and we're pushing. I'm already intrigued. <laughs> hey, I'm putting it out there. We're hoping to get some uh, quality people like. Uh, Danny Trejo, uh, Michael Pena. Uh, we're looking for some quality actors who can bring this new piece to life. Uh, Craig and I aren't the kind of guys that need to be in our films. We were in the first couple of films because we didn't have any other actors. <laughs> I want to volunteer. <laughs> a volunteer, right on. Okay. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, I got asked once to meet a film. I was so sorry. I said, no. Now I kick myself in the butt, you know. But yeah. What stopped you? I just fear. Huh? And now I'm doing a podcast, so I think I got over that fear. <laughs> I was working with actors, uh, and one of the things I used to do with them, I used to tell them, in order to in order to get comfortable on camera, they have to be able to pick their nose. They have to be able to stick their finger up their nose, pick their nose, and not care about anyone. Right. There was a film called The Visit uh, long ago, 
and it was about a guy and a girl in a small Italian village, and uh. we'll call him Adolfo. And he deflowers poor Maria, and everybody treats her like a big sleazy, sleazy. And she runs off across the big ocean and becomes a famous Broadway star. Years later, she comes back to visit. And now the town's all, oh my God, maybe she'll bring us some stuff. She'll help the town. She'll bring us up. Oh, yes, bring her. But Adolfo's the only one that knew her. We called her a putana. We kicked her out. Oh my God, what are we going to do? So they call him. So now he's a little bit portly. He's no longer the handsome guy he used to be. And he's a fix-all around the town. He's the fixer-upper guy. Right. So they bring him. The scene opens up. It's at the railway station. You can hear the train in the background. Woo-woo! The band's getting ready to play. And there's Adolfo sitting, thinking, what do I do? What do I do? He don't know what to do. He's thinking, oh, what am I going to tell her? I don't know what to tell her. So he goes, and he goes maybe... Maybe I should do this. That won't work. That won't work. I got it. That's what I'm doing. He rolls it up on his hand, flicks that bugger out there like that, and he's got the idea. <laughs> Guy won an Academy Award for the film. Oh, wow. What's the point of the booger? Well, people, when they're by themselves, like you in your car, when you're driving in your car and you think nobody sees you through the window, everybody's watching you. We all saw or if you dance it. Dancing, picking noses, doing stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> but you see, that's the kind of that's the kind of security of self that you need. What do I care what somebody thinks about me? They don't pay my rent. They're not buying my food. They're not gonna come take care of me when I'm sick. What they care about me is if Craig and I make a good movie that will entertain them. Right. That's it. And I enjoy I films, by the way. Thank and you. that's what we hope I to do. I see them all. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I highly recommend them, you guys. Um, I think you see them on practically everywhere, right? To be uh, Amazon Prime. You know. Right. The, the, two, the two big platforms would be to be. Mm -hmm. and through any rights movie on youtube now there's a few other youtube, YouTube. channels as well and then um, evil down the street is also on freebie but uh, we do really well on uh, tubi and interestingly enough uh, we do well on youtube as well yeah tubi is really expanding more films lately so yes i That's like great. tubi yeah their commercials are short. They may have six, seven commercials, but they'll be like, you know, 15, 20 seconds each. At least right. short, yeah. And their continuity is, is very good. They yes. pick up right dead on where they left. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that too. That's great. Yeah, I like Good I like selection. Too. Good selection. I was going to say, because I played a piano and a keyboard behind me. Before, I used to be so nervous about what people think. I just played it down, no problem. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very cool. I would play for you guys, but I don't have my speaker set up. I need to learn how to do that. <laughs> That'll do it. Maybe next time. Yeah, definitely. Because I write like dozens of songs already. So let me ask you a question. What kind of films do you like? I like a variety, but my main general would be horror. <laughs> 
I think that's why I like Demon Fighter so much. Okay, and uh, oh. and the evil that lies down the street. <laughs> have you seen Unleashed? You know, I don't think I have yet. I think I've heard of it. Okay, you gotta see it. It's with Jet Li, Morgan Freeman. Oh, I love is so good. Jet Lee is so good in this film. Oh well. I love him in this film. His martial arts are always off the hook. Okay. But this film is so good. He actually develops a character that is so contrasting to his martial artist abilities. I, I love the film. I've seen it a couple of times. Uh, Morgan Freeman, Jet Lee, Unleashed. And also, there's another, the other guy, very famous actor. Uh, uh, he was in. Tom Cruise. No, no, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, he's a heavy set guy. He was in that uh, movie with the the about the rabbit, the the lady, he was the rabbit, the cartoon character. Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit, the guy who was the who's playing Roger Rabbit? Yeah. The lead uh, male character. <sighs> I he's see the back of my mind, but yeah. He's got sort of a bald head. He's, he's rotund. Very famous actor. Anyway, he's so famous, <laughs> I don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, great film. Uh, you would enjoy watching it. Uh, it has that martial arts feel to it. You know, I've not seen a lot of martial arts with uh, uh, horror films. There are some. Other, there was a film that was made with uh, Sean Connery. Oh, he's he, good, yeah. Oh, I love Sean Connery. With, uh, and you know what's something amazing? Sean Connery, if you've ever really watched him, has never been a deep actor. Hmm. Sean Connery is not an emotionally deep actor. He can be, but the majority of his films are not. When he did uh, The Untouchables, Okay, remember the scene where he was dying, where they shot him up in the room? I don't see that film. I have to watch it. Okay. I watch all kinds of movies. All right, and I that movie, Sean Connery was in that movie. I'm sure you're, mm -hmm. you're aware of that, right? Uh, as well as, what's his face from Dancing with Wolves? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner yeah. was in that. He played uh, Elliot Ness. Kevin huh. Costner did. And uh, our guy uh, played uh, El Capone. Um, oh, wow. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro played I saw him in person once. He was, he was nice. There was a great mm. scene on the steps where he's coming down the Capitol, right? And uh, uh, Robert De Niro's here. Hey, yeah, you know, hey, I love everybody. Come on, you're all my friends. And Robert Costner runs up to him and says, I'm going to get you, Capone. And they get in a big old spot. <laughs> it's some great scenes. And I think for me, I I have moments, you know, in, in movies that I really. Did you see uh, the Pope's Exorcist yet? I no, finally saw it. I've I've wanted to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Go to see. It. What I do is I jade myself. I read all kinds of reviews. I get all kinds of perspectives, and then I go and I'll watch it. Uh, why? Uh, I don't know. I guess I, you know, I've always been a researcher kind of guy, so I'm always trying to find out what I didn't know. No, that's it, yeah. yeah. I gotta I mean, see it by myself, which is fine. I like horror films. <laughs> did you see it by yourself? Yes. Was oh, it scary? Wow. It only made me jump one time, amazingly. But yeah. You want to know something? I've been I enjoyed it. That it's kind of flat. Would you agree to that statement? 
What was that? I'm sorry. That it's kind of flat. It's not. Yeah, there's really some ups and downs about it. So I had to see it for myself. <laughs> That's interesting. It's an overall good film. I mean, I thought it was good. Ah, well, Russell Crowe's a very good actor. Oh, he did a really great job. He's a in that really role. good actor. I love. I love watching him. I, I like all his films. <laughs> There was a movie he made where he played the guy who was uh, uh, schizophrenic. Uh, Russell Crowe. Oh. Uh, mm. I can't remember the title of the movie. Great movie. He was I was so thinking Awakening, but I think that's one of Robin Williams. That was yeah, a great movie. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro and Robin Williams should have been nominated for that film. Robert De Niro. Was it? Nope, Robert De Niro oh, just man. nailed that. That wasn't, and what killed me about that film, that is a true story. Oh, it what was? Means wow. was a true story. That actually happened. That whole event with all those people coming out of those comas happened. None of that was fake. That was all real. That actually, huh. that was a true event. That's what was so incredible about that film. And the way De Niro approached it, uh, I, I was just amazed. Uh, I always like Robin Williams. He brings a gentleness to a, a very special. I like him in Mr. Stoutfire. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> he never get tired of that one. Yeah, it's, that was it's a fun, fun movie. Yeah. But but it's not allowed to be shown in Florida. Along with oh, really? Tootsie. Yeah, I think Tootsie got banned in Florida, too. Oh, Tootsie no, I like that one. Uh, I think there's a bunch of films that are being banned in Florida. Anything with any male uh, crossover or any female crossover is banned in Florida. Not allowed to show that there. No. Huh. No. That's crazy. I'm yeah. being terrible, but it's true. <laughs> They're weird out there. They're tripping. I don't get it. See, that's the art thing I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Once we start suppressing art, we suppress our entire culture. Period. There is no choice. You cannot. The imagination, Einstein said it best. Imagination is greater than intelligence. That's true. Intelligence just says you understand something. Imagination takes that and creates something. And that's what this is about. The creative processes. You know, how many, how many things have come to be as a result of the imagination? Think about films, silent era films. And where we're at now. Whoa! Think of the Jetsons for a minute in the 60s, the cartoons. Where oh, yeah. Now? I still Whoa. love to watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So true. And that kind of brings me to the next question. Um, how do you guys handle creative differences? We play you rock, know? paper, scissors. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we play rock, paper, scissors. Uh, we just we just discuss it. It's kind of weird. We don't, yeah. you know, if he if if I disagree with him, I just tell him I don't agree with that. He does yeah. the same thing with me. He says ah, that doesn't make sense, and we'll we'll talk about why it does or doesn't. Right. If yeah. one of us makes more sense, or if we can clarify something, we do, and we move on. But we we've, we've come to points where. We scrapped whole projects after we liked them. And then we said, nope, this isn't right right now. And we just scrapped yeah. it. It didn't matter 
whose project, you know, I do a lot of the writing. And that's not the point. Right. You know, because a lot of the other stuff I don't do. And I don't want to do it. We know our positions, and that's probably the best thing. I think one of the things in art that, especially this form, know where you're at. Know what you know. And more importantly, know what you don't know. I don't try to pretend I know what I don't know. I will bring in people. I'll ask the, the experts, the Josh Williams, the people like that. What's going on? How do we do this? I, I won't I won't pretend to know it. And when I'm with people who do that to me, I'm like, well, you said you knew how to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you get people, I could do this. Oh, okay, great. And then they can't do it and they fail. Even after two attempts, three attempts, they fail. I don't chew them out. I just said, well, you said you could do that. No, you couldn't. Okay. So, you know, yeah. I think it's important. Do what you say you're going to do and keep your word. In this industry, that's all you got is your word. Right. All right. Thank you, Mr. Um, I have a question off my head. I lost it. Oh, here it is. Um, what techniques do you use to ensure, like, that the film is flows throughout the entire story? What techniques do we use to? So, oh, shady. Um, what uh, what techniques do you? used to ensure that the film is flowing well throughout the story. Oh. Well, I, I think the planning, I want to get back to the planning because, yeah. you know, when I'm writing, after I've written a script and then we decide we're going to shoot it, I take the script apart. And from there, I start to logistically schedule the shooting process, depending upon availability of actor, location, sets, all kinds of different criteria. And I know generally how long it's going to take, how many pages we can shoot a day. And so that's what I will do. I will divide the script up by that number. Let's say there's 80 pages and I'm going to shoot five pages a day. I'll divide five into 80 and that's how many days I'm shooting. And sometimes I can go further, catch up, go. Sometimes we get put behind. But generally that planning process right there, knowing exactly what scenes we're going to shoot, who's in it, so that we don't have actors sitting around waiting. I can't stand that. We don't want that. We never want actors sitting around waiting. We want them to show up, shoot their scenes, and go home. Keep it, keep it moving. Yep, keep it moving. And we've been very fortunate because of that ability to coordinate that we've been getting our films done within two weeks, two weeks and a few days. Oh wow! <clears throat> yeah, and that's on a six-day shoot schedule, mm-hmm. one day off. And we'll do. We've done some twelve-hour days, you know, fourteen-hour days. Huh. Uh, when we were shooting the crumbs. The opening scene to The Crumbs was shot in one take. That scene consists of inside of a car going down the road, pulling up into a driveway, getting out of the car, walking to the front of the cabin, going in the cabin, causing commotion, running upstairs into the top floor, 
causing all kinds of commotion, running back downstairs and then running out. All of that, one take. And we used multiple cameras stationed starting in the car, behind the seat, pulling up, tracking them outside, cameras positioned around the cabin, interiorly and exteriorly, catching people, cameras already upstairs in position, so that we, they did it in one take, because we had already done like, what, 13 hours? We were yeah. burned out. Wow, that's good. And I told them, I said, guys, we gotta get this one take, we planned it, we rehearsed it, you know where you're at, let's just do it. I was blown away. These guys, were they were so awesome. Guys like Shane Moss, we're running from one position to another position with a camera, you know, to reset and, and catch this. And, and did it in one take. At the end, everybody just cheered. It was, it, was, it was an amazing moment for me as a director to watch all these actors who were so committed to their performances and to what they were doing, all these crew people. Because to me, the crew was performing just as much as those actors were. All right. They were moving all over that place. So that was... That was an amazing moment for me. When, when yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, so next time you see the opening to the Crubs, or if you see somebody, tell them watch that. That's one take from the moment the film opens. I have to watch that tonight. Car. Yeah, there's no yeah. there's no cuts in there. It's just... yeah. well, speaking of that, there's a very famous film called The Rope by Alfred Hitchcock that features only two cuts. Two cuts in the whole film. James Stewart's film. And they rehearsed the film like it was a play. Like it was a play. And the cameras just tracked them the entire time throughout this. Uh, uh, it looked like it was a, a flat, big level apartment. About a murder. These guys decide that they could commit a murder, stuff the guy's body in the big chest, spread out a big dinner spread over the chest, and have a party. <laughs> and nobody would know the difference. Yeah, that's what they did. It's oh wow! Yeah, it's called the rope. Creepy movie. Anyway. Hey guys, welcome. I'm chatting with Craig Evans and David Espinosa, an independent. Um, you call yourself independent film directors, right? Correct. I don't make sure I got that right. <laughs> I can. I know that I'm an independent writer, so I can totally relate. <laughs> well, we're independent in that we're not stuck at the hip. And, right. and yes, we're independent <laughs> writers, independent directors, and actors. Uh, yeah, we're we're uh, you know uh, indie filmmakers. Right. right. Um, I appreciate what you guys do, and and um, where can people find your films? I know we probably said earlier, but you mind sharing where we can find your films? Well, the the main platforms to find all four films um, and probably in this order would be 2B TV certainly TV. you could just search them all there um, YouTube you could search they'll come up um, indie rights movie they have a channel and uh, they have actually have a, a number of really good selections on their channel and also freebie uh, formerly IMDB TV and freebie uh, Evil Down the Street is on that um, platform. Here I said, hi, hello, nice to meet you all. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions, let us know. We still have a few minutes. 
I can't believe the hours already flown by just about. Yes. <laughs> so where? Nice yes, one for us. Where are you from? I uh, can't see you. From India. I'm from India. I <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I'm actually from Denver, Colorado. And Craig, where are you from? Newport Beach. There you go. Yeah, well, here in California. <laughs> All right, so um, let's see. Do you have any future projects that you'd like to share with us? Well, we have a hot one that we're yeah. crossing, and we're very excited. I look forward to that one. Yeah, we. I want to talk about the film, but I, I don't want to talk about the film. Um, right. <laughs> you know, it's. I, I, I'll say this. Demon Fighter has a very special character in it, Father Michael. Okay? And we are continuing that character in Satan's Crossing. So we are excited about that. So Father Michael, the character from Demon Fighter, the martial art exorcist, is going to be in this film oh so yeah definitely is right <laughs> yeah it, it's going to be we're excited about it it's high action a lot of action a lot of activity a lot of good stuff going on right that's right we're, we're looking for other people to get involved with this and uh, we, we, we're going to stay focused keep doing what we're doing and uh hopefully more people will watch our films which will provide us an opportunity to continue making films and if you like our films, tell us. If you, you have suggestions, yeah, <laughs> if you have suggestions that you might think uh, would help us, say it. If you have a comment and criticism, say it. We don't have any problem with that. If you don't like our I films, do. that's okay too. Just don't tell anybody. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> keep it to yourself. Keep keep it a secret. There you go. Keep it a secret. Or respectful, by the way. Right. Should I say that? <laughs> So I have a couple more questions for you. Um, what type of shots and camera angles do you prefer for particular scenes and why? The type of shot depends upon the scene, a romantic scene versus a, a physical violence scene versus a comic scene, you know, a night scene, day scene. All of them will require a different shot. A romantic night scene, obviously, it's going to be intimate up close. It'll be a two for very tight shot their head or just their torsos up something like that you know uh, obviously a daytime uh action scene is going to be a, a full wide shot where we can see everything going on there might be some close-ups where we see actual individual punches and moves blocks things of that nature but those are cut in cutaways so uh it just depends you know the, it, right. it's, it, it's like saying what colors do you use on the picture yeah, depends on the picture, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense, yeah. And um, she wants to know, um, excuse my voice, are you, are you looking for any, like, paranormal teams or TV? Thanks. We're not really involved in TV in that fashion. Uh, we're filmmakers. We do feature films. So the only thing we want on the TV is our film. Uh, right. We would love to do something with paranormal people. Uh, as a matter of fact, I have, we have something coming up with a uh, mutual friend and a 
an paranormal investigator uh, regarding was, William Wallace, regarding William Wallace and uh, Scotland. I'm also a medium in the paranormal investigator on a site. <laughs> oh, are you really cool? Very yeah. cool. Do you know Matson? No, I'm not sure. Scott, Scott Matheson? I don't think so. <laughs> he's in Scotland. Okay. Oh. He's, a, he's a paranormal investigator and he's putting together a thing with William Wallace and all that stuff. We're involved with that, and that's, oh, that's wow. pretty exciting. Yeah, that's, that's pretty exciting. The amazing yeah. guy he was. Amazing. I guy. left his over Scotland in there. <laughs> yeah, amazing stuff. And speaking of whiskey, you guys have a location that I like on a bucket list that you wish to shoot in various places from there or far. Follow me or hmm. I need to look at the list. Wow. I, I would think, David, you said it earlier. Um, Hawaii. Yeah. Hawaii. If I had Maui. to pick one, I, I would say Maui. The bamboo forest. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I have an idea for a film I would love to do over there. I got some friends interested in it. But we can't get there unless you watch our films. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the Jurassic Park was filmed there in Maui? Uh, uh, was it a Hawaii? Was it Kauai it was filmed? Mm. One of the other islands. I'm not sure if it was Maui, uh, but I think it, I know it was filmed over there, part on the Big Island. It's like um, Black Sand Beach on uh, Hawaii on the Big Island, uh, where um, what's that Kevin Costner film? That crazy sea movie. Uh, Waterworld. 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 <laughs> Beautiful beach, by the way. It is. I've actually been there too. Yeah, Black Sand Beach, very mm -hmm. nice, very nice. Yeah. Oh, pretty. Yeah, a little crazy to get to, too. <laughs> yeah. Not easy. Yeah, it's like Alcatraz Island. When I went there, it's a lot of walking in those places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that always looked like a spooky place to me, Alcatraz. You know, because of the it nature. It is, actually. Yeah, the nature of the people, the people that died there that were executed. I mean, spooky place. I, I remember in the 70s when uh, indigenous folks went there and took over Alcatraz Island. Right. Yeah. They did a big sin there for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would like to go back there, but not by myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Maybe not at night. <laughs> so we're going to have to keep you in mind next time we film. You know, even if even if you're not an actor, if you want to come on set and work on set, you know, maybe you come on as a oh, PA. Oh, yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Yeah, come on as a PA and learn what, what's going on. We yeah, want to do some um, acting school when I was younger. Uh, I did some drama classes, you know, in high school. Oh, but cool. I just never really pursued that for some reason. I got kicked out of drama class. <laughs> Gosh, they couldn't so, take no. The, the teacher's name was Miss Mellow. She couldn't stand me. She wasn't. She wasn't Mellow. They want to I know what Remember, any of my teacher's name is how old I am. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Years later, I took a play back to the school to show there because uh, it was on tour, and I was going to perform it for free. It was a full three-act three play, uh, and uh, she said there were there was too many cussing words in it. Well, yeah, there was quite a few. That's that's true. <laughs> it was some bad language. Uh, and then the uh, principal got all 
disgusted with her for doing that. But uh, it went to a bunch of other high schools and toured for free. It was called painting. Um, Pierre wants to know where I'm located. I'm in Southern California. It's very hot today. <laughs> in the nineties. I'm in Northern California. Craig's down there in Southern California. Oh, yeah. you're by my brother. He lives in Sacramento. Oh, I live in Fair Oaks. Oh, nice. I, I'm just northeast of Sacramento, just below uh, Roseville. Yeah, it's pretty up here today. It's really yeah. It's hot though. It's like 92 degrees. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Time for shorts and tapes. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. But I can't end the show without thanking our sponsors. We have two sponsors, JD Hill and Paranormal. Oh wait, we get it right this time. Studio Six Paranormal Entertainment. And then we have Brian J. Leverty for pair of posts. And without them, this wouldn't be possible. So thank you guys. Thank you, you so guys. much for sponsoring. Thank you. Yeah. It right means on. a lot. And thank you guys for watching and listening. And yeah. you know, comedy and everything. Um, so you have any more people to find you and, <coughs> you know, and more funny work. Where can they find us, Craig? Well, you can find us personally. Uh, Facebook is uh, probably the, the best option. And just search our names and, you know, up up we come. You can also go to CRA Entertainment. You can Google us. Uh, it'll come up any way you, you, you do the research. My name, Craig's name, CRA Entertainment, it'll all come up. Right. We appreciate that so much. Without an audience... Uh, we're just a bunch of painters with uh, our portraits in the closet. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then we need to catch their film on Tubi and YouTube. Mostly on Tubi, I believe. So, uh, Great. yeah. Thank you guys so much for being with us. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you so much. Anytime. You're always welcome back. All right. Thank you, Nikki. All right. Take care, Please. guys. Take care. Take care. You too. All right. Y'all have a great evening. Bye -bye. All right, if you guys want to stay, you can. We can chat afterwards if you want. Um, so, um, you guys take care. Thanks, guys. Thank and don't forget, and don't forget, we can watch this on replay anywhere, any platform. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're everywhere Facebook, YouTube. Uh, what did I say earlier? Prime Video, Amazon, Audible. We're like everywhere. <laughs> Even Spotify, which is one of my favorite Spotify. There you go. So, uh, yeah, you guys have a bright evening. And next week, I'm going to chat with Father Ken. So, um, it'll be interesting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, take care. Have a nice, safe week. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. <laughs> Thank Bye -bye. you, guys. Thank Bye, you. Bye, 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 David. Thank you. Bye -bye. You're welcome. All right.